että Ayan, ayan mga kameta, kamusta kayo dyan? Ako po, ulitin natin na nawala yung explainer natin kahapon. Ibang klase. More than half hour ang ginastos natin dyan para explain itong Sovereign Wealth Fund. Ano ba ito? Anong pakanan nito? Ano ang bag nito? Inexplain natin lahat yan. Yung mga pros, yung mga cons. Ayan, bigla nawala yung video natin. Na-block yung video natin. Uh, hindi naman siguro conspiracy theory yan Kasi diba, nagpakita ako nung doon sa game ng ano, Japan and Germany Bukang baka na copyright issue tayo dyan. For me naman, dapat hindi nangyari sana yan Dahil uh, may commentary naman tayo on the sides And by the way, for free naman on online dapat yun So I don't know ano mga meron dyan Anyway, by the way, congratulations also to South Korea Yung mga ano natin dyan, fellow Asian So hindi lang Japan But also South Korea, although I would say that Japan was able to beat the full team of both Germany and Spain with some substitution with Morata. In the case of uh, Tunisia and, uh, and, and, and South Korea, I think it's a B team because they qualified in France and Portugal, so it's full team. But nonetheless, congratulations to South Korea for a fantastic goal. Grabbing goal ni Son. I was so impressed with goal ni Son. Ibang klase talagang goal ni Son talaga. The best. The next level. So congratulations to South Korea for pulling off another major upset. Not only against Portugal, but knocking out also Uruguay. And to cap it all, Cameron was also able to defeat Brazil. But then again, this was I think not the full team of Brazil. Pinapayangan nila yung mga top players nila for the elimination round. Kasi na-qualify na sila. So ito na. But the Cameron also was uh, in the Cameron Diaz, but si Cameron was able to pull off also this big, big upset, beating uh, Brazil, so the, becoming the first African country to defeat Brazil in a World Cup competition. Ayan talaga tayo. Very interesting World Cup. So, two Asian, two, uh, three Asian game, uh, three Asian teams, because Australia is under AFC, but you can say Oceania and Asia. And then two African teams made it, And then uh, a couple of South American teams and the rest are European teams. So this could be very competitive. This could be very interesting. So I'm very excited. I'm still happy about the World Cup. At tama yung prediction natin. Sabi ko, three Asian teams will make it to the next round. And that's exactly what happened. Although again, Australia's AFC, Asian Football, you know, kasama siya sa Football Federation ng Asia. But, well, Asian na rin sila. Sige. Ay, nako, ay, nako. Mamaya na yan. Mamaya na tayo magbardagulan. Ito, balikan natin itong issue ng Sovereign Wealth Fund. Mga kameta. Gusto ko sana ipakita yung mga goals eh, no? Sabi ko, baka naman, mabablock na naman tayo. Maka-copyright tayo. Alam niya talaga. Uh, balikan natin itong issue na to because it looks like even among the Marcuses, there's not a total agreement on the direction forward when it comes to this Maharlika Fund. Ito, by the way, So let me just bring out itong, So itong graphics na to Akyunawa natin sa isang think tank no? uh, Andun sa baba yung Impact leadership yan. Yeah. Uh, Let me post it also Yung direct quotes from Senator Aimee Marcos about her concerns on whether this makes sense and whether this is the best way forward. No? Ayan, mga kameta! 
Ayan na naman tayo eh. So actually, oh, hindi na ako nagsasalita yan. Sila-sila na yan, ha? So actually, Senator Amy Marcos, presidential sister, meron siya mga concern dito ta 275 billion uh, pesos na Marika Wealth Fund proposal. no? Now, of course, comes from no less than her relatives and family. You know? uh, check natin yan. Anong sinisabi niya? So, I think she has a number of uh, concerns, including sourcing of the funding. No? Sourcing of the funding. Interesting. Uh, so, ayon dito sa report na yan, Senator Ami Marcos on Friday, December 2, nag-express siya ng reservations dito sa Marlika Wealth Fund na isang 275 billion pesos uh, fund proposal by her cousin, Speaker uh, Ferdinand Martin Romualdez at kanyang nephew, of course, Senior Deputy Majority Leader Sandro Marcos. Ito ay ayon kay Senadora. Hindi ko pa nababasa yung bill pero ako kinakabahan pagkat sa panahong ito ang sama ng ekonomiya. So in short, she's questioning whether we can even afford this kind of additional fund. I'll explain to you guys more. Ulitin ko a bit of our lecture from yesterday. Ay, nako, na-stress talaga ako na wala bigyan lecture natin. At she raised also concerns ng high risk ng magkakaroon ng mga kababalaghan at she raised yung case ng 1MDB corruption scandal dun sa Malaysia Sovereign Wealth Fund. Ayon sa kanya, nakita natin ang kapitbahay natin Malaysia talagang disaster ang nangyari sa kanilang 1MDB na Sovereign Wealth Fund na, na nakurakot na yung pera Ibinaksak pa ang buong pamalahan at yung partido ng nagumpisa sa Republika ng Malaysia. She's referring to the Omno or Barisan National, no? Of former Prime Minister, now imprisoned in, uh, Prime Minister Najib Razak, no? So ayon sa kanya, ang Pilipinas naman walang excess wealth katulad ng mga countries na Norway, no? Uh, na get a lot of super profits from their natural resources, their natural gas, etc. Sabi niya, ang Norway ay siyang template eh nagkaroon ng Sovereign Wealth Fund nung nagkaroon sila ng North Sea Oil. Ang gas profits nagkaka-windfall. Kumbaga nanalo sila ng loto, ikang eh, wala na tayong napapapanalunan. Nakaka-nervyos naka, naka, yata. Okay, actually this is very interesting because it's very similar to the points I was raising exactly yesterday. And in fairness to Senadora, she also raised some concerns about saan yung isusource yung uh, yung funds, no? Kasi meron tayong, guys, uh, meron tayong mga... Uh, so, we have a much more detailed proposals. I think Mitch, yung isang kameta natin, actually mentioned that the bill kind of lays out the the architecture of the Sovereign Wealth Fund, Maharlika Sovereign Wealth Fund that they're proposing. So, let me bring out that graphic. And then, since na-block yung lecture nat, mini lecture natin kapon, kailangan ko ulitin explain sa inyo saan galing itong Sovereign Wealth Fund idea na yan. What is it all about? Again, much quicker kasi, ay nako, nakakapagod na ulitin na naman. Ha. But for the purpose of, of course, discussion and mga kameta. So, ito yung proposal na nakita natin mga kameta na lumabas na shinare ng uh, News 5. So, ito pa yung mangyaring proposal. So, ang initial contributions po ay 125 billion pesos from GSIS. 50 billion pesos from SSS, 50 billion pesos from Land Bank of the Philippines, 25 billion pesos from Development Bank of the Philippines, and 25 billion from National Treasury. All right. Uh, 
And then doon yung annual contributions pang meron dito. So meron annual contributions na i-determine uh, in coordination with Secretary of Finance. 50% annual dividend ng Banko Central ng Pilipinas at 10% ng gaming proceeds ng Philippine Amusement and Gaming Corporations. And then magkaroon po ng isang board, no? Uh, so there'll be a board of directors na mag sham no? Ng board of directors na magbobo ito. And then um, the idea is that the Philippine president nonetheless could be also very much involved in oversight and governance of this important fund no and napagod na tayo okay mga meta let me quickly quickly balikan yung yung discussion natin kahapon na na-block para naman makita niyo although I, i'll hope to be able to download it and upload it elsewhere kasi i don't want to do exactly the same na ulitin ko yung sinabi ko kahapon and sabi ko nga etong may update tayo We're seeing more results, more reactions coming from different corners. Uh, and and when I said we want to see the final versions because hindi pa naman yan naging batas. Dadaan pa yan. Dadaan pa yan sa Senado. Dadaan pa yan sa scrutiny. Dadaan pa yan sa executive. So, in, bill pa lang yan. So, let's see where this one is going to go. Okay? So, let's check where this is going to go. Ayan mga kaibigan natin. Sa Ormoc City. Kamusta kayo dyan? Kamusta si Richard Gutierrez? <laughs> the other Richard. Okay. Uh... Let me go back again to our mini-lecture kaapon, mga meta. Sabi ko, so tama si Senadora Amy Marcos, na on one hand, you had the experience in Europe, especially in the case of Norway, na dahil sa sobrang yaman ng bansa na yan, at ayaw nila maging na masayang yung kanilang super profits dun sa mga exports nila dahil kung, kung saan-saan mo nalang in-invest or kung pinasok mo bigla sa loob ng bansa that could create an inflationary spike because people's purchasing power goes up and kahapon actually we discussed yung case ng so-called the Dutch disease no so this is not a uh, this is not a biological disease and economics term so the Dutch disease refers to a situ- situation whereby after Netherlands had a rapid economic expansion because of some discovery in natural resources like natural gas, etc. What happened is that their currency appreciated so much because they were earning so much money. They were so much exporting compared to importing. So their exports became very expensive. And over time, that had a very negative impact in terms of their export sector. And that created a lot of domestic problems and distortions. So many countries realize, including Norway, now when you're making super profits, better put the super profits somewhere else, foreign exchange reserves, and much better if you put it in, in a sovereign wealth fund. No. Now, in Asia also, we had an experience that inspired us to build up our foreign exchange reserves at yung ating sovereign wealth fund. So if you look at the biggest sovereign wealth funds in the world, Norway is just one of them. No. So you have from the Middle East, You have from Asia, and you also have from, of course, Europe, no? So I think list of my biggest countries with sovereign wealth funds. Okay. So I think my So you can see China is there, Norway is there, next to China, Abu Dhabi, Kuwait. Uh, Qatar, Hong Kong, 
Singapore, so on and so forth, right? So if you look at the top 10, these are really wealthy countries to have either have are export-oriented, industrialized, export-oriented, or massive natural gas and oil and carbohydrate uh, product uh, exporters from Norway to Abu Dhabi to Qatar to Saudi Arabia, etc. So, tama yung sinasabi ni Ayon Marcos na usually when you talk about sovereign fund, we're talking about countries na sobrang laki ng kita nila sa exports and they have so much foreign exchange reserves and surplus resources. So, let me bring out the countries with the biggest, for instance, foreign exchange reserves. Ibig sabihin, they export more than they import. So, marami sila mga excess money dyan, right? And the question is, what do you do with that? No, So, you can see there's a direct correlation between countries with huge foreign exchange reserves and countries also have among the biggest sovereign wealth funds. So, again, you see here, China, Japan, etc. These are also uh, Norway, Saudi Arabia, Hong Kong, Singapore. So a lot of the countries with huge foreign exchange reserves also tend to be countries with sovereign wealth funds because you want to use your excess money more smartly. No, that's the idea, right? That's that's the idea we're talking about. So again, tamasi ayo Marcos na. You're talking about countries with surplus resources when you're talking about sovereign wealth fund. And the delete natin sarili natin one second da. Now, in the case of Asia, Makameta, let me discuss. In the case of Asia, we had a trauma uh, just over two decades ago, which pushed us to be much more forth, uh, forthcoming with our strategy vis-a-vis -vis using surplus funds. So this was the Asian financial crisis, 1997-1998. Uh, uh, I told you guys, if you want to know about background of it, the best, the best works I can suggest para basahin nyo is... Uh, either an insider view from Nobel Prize winner in economics and former IMF chief um, Joseph Stiglitz, just a background, so globalization and discontents, very interesting analysis there. A shorter version, around just 7,000 words, so journal article level, and very well written naman. I suggest Benedict Anderson's uh, article on London Review of Books. Para maintindihan niyo yung konteksto ng Asian financial crisis. To, to make it, you know, to really make it brief and, you know, uh, what happened there is that we liberalized our current account balance, we liberalized our financial markets, and then bigla nagkaroon na speculative money na casino-style financial investments, and then bigla na nung nag-pull out sila from Thailand, baksak on Thailand, then nag-contagion across the region. That was what happened during the Asian financial crisis. And the IMF, the World Bank, the Clinton administration, all of them had a big role in in, in, in encouraging us to adopt very irresponsible irresponsible policies. So that was a very, very traumatic experience. So these are the two uh, works that I suggest, Mga Kameta, uh, to give you some background on what happened during the Asian financial crisis. Let me just show you some numbers about how so sobrang grabbing impact ng Asian financial crisis so that you appreciate what we're talking about here. Kasi yung trauma na yan really, really encourage Asian countries to save up on their foreign exchange reserves. And a lot of these countries later on will, will build up yung kanilang mga sovereign wealth funds. So this is, for instance, the impact on the exchange rates uh, during the Asian financial crisis. This is based on a paper by the uh, former governor of, Bank of, Bank of uh, Central Bank of Australia. Um, So you can see there massive currency collapse for 
East Asian countries but even worse is than currency collapse is that you look at the GDP growth rate nila paksak talaga big time 1998 so so uh Indonesia goes from 7% growth rate from 1987 to 1996 on average to -6.4%, right? And even after recovery, it was never never close to the levels of growth it experienced from 1987 to 1996. Korea goes from 8.1% to 1%, Malaysia's from 9.5% to -0.8%. I mean, Indonesia their GDP contracted by almost 20%. That's how traumatic the situation was for them. Philippines, hindi naman masyado mataas ang growth natin. So, we went from 3.6% to 1.4%. Uh, so, the impact was relatively mild because we're not really growing that fast. Anyway, not integrated. Singapore goes from 9.2% to 2.8%. So, in overall, the average growth rate of East Asia collapses from 7.6% from 1987 to 1996 to 0% from 1997 to 1999. So, this is the Asian financial crisis. And it's immediate aftermath. And even during the recovery, we're growing at only 4.5% from 2000 to 2006. No? So, ang grave, grave impact niya. In the, in the case of Indonesia, because the economic contraction was huge, close to 20%, based on the libro ni Rushir Sharma, the breakout nations, uh, there was a political revolution. And the Suharto dictatorship actually collapses. There was also massive, massive violence and riots targeting the business community, including Chinese, Indonesian business community. They became the scapegoat for the Asian financial crisis. So, sobrang grabbing trauma nito. Kaya nga, in response to that, mga kameta, ang ginawa ng mga maraming bansa dito sa East Asia was never again, essentially. No, They, they tried to make sure na hindi ulit mangyari sa atin yan. So, they bulked up big time dun sa kanila mga uh, savings. No, So, look at it. The impacts was horrible. So, kaya para hindi na mangyara ulit sa atin yan, sabi natin, okay, etong mga Wall Street, etong mga puti, etong mga foreigners, whatever, okay? Even if mag-pull out kayo ng money bigla, we have so much foreign exchange reserves. We have so much, uh, kumaga, reserves, uh, wintertime uh, savings na pwede na, na, kaya natin i-defend yung sarili natin. Doon naman sa mga Middle Eastern countries, they had multiple booms. Uh, in terms of the price of oil and their export earnings, and they learn from the experience of some of other countries. For instance, the, uh, you know, the case of the the Persian monarchy back in the 1970s. You know, the, they were making a lot of money. They injected money internally, created hyperinflation, distortion. Later on, they had revolution. So, what the uh, Persian Gulf Arab countries learned, you know, Emiratis, Saudis, Bahrainis, Qataris, etc., was when you're making a lot of money, put it in sovereign wealth fund. Wag mo inject directly domestically. And then, that sovereign wealth fund na yan, parang, you know, uh, ang pwede mong gamitin dyan is, you can manage that fund in an intelligent way whereby you can invest it in other sectors all around the world, diversified portfolio, kumita ka pa. And over time, meron ka pang parang winter, uh, meron kang diba, emergency fund just in case, no? Now, the thing is, the sovereign wealth fund makes a lot of sense if you make a lot of money and you have a lot of surplus. Tama yung sinabi niya yung Marcos, no? It also makes a lot of sense uh, in terms of giving you some cushion when things are going south, especially kung marami kang mga foreign exchange reserves also, di ba? It also gives you an option for making more out of your reserves by investing in high ROI sectors abroad, no? Uh, yung mga mataas ang return of investment, no? So, 
that in theory makes a lot of sense, perfect sense, especially from the, after the traumas that we experience, including more rich country traumas, right? So this is what happened in the Dutch disease, diba? Ang dami ng pera, eh, problema, this brought down their, uh, this made their, sorry, this made their currency more uh, appreciated to the exports in expensive in the case of Netherlands, no? So that affected their manufacturing sector, that affected their productive uh, sectors over time. So minsan, yung masyadong maraming pera could affect you very negatively, di ba? And in fact, interestingly, if you look at the life stories of marami doon nananalo ng loto, uh, you know, there, there's some studies that suggest that over time, some of them actually ended up uh, more sad dahil they, they didn't know how to manage yung sudden windfalls, yung, yung windfall of ano, uh, money and resources. So the same thing with countries. You have to properly manage that. The problem though is, mga kameta, the problem though is, mga kameta, oops, Anong ginawa ko sa sarili ko? <laughs> Theory is not always reality, right? Now, Norway has been managing well their sovereign wealth fund. Singapore has been managing well their sovereign wealth fund. China, to a certain degree, you can say that. But that's not the case everywhere. So on one hand, you have cases of sovereign wealth fund being used for some would say vanity purchases. So for instance, the Saudi Arabia used its sovereign wealth fund to purchase atong English club na Newcastle United. Uh, other uh, Gulf Arab sovereign wealth funds or, or related uh, arms of their state were also involved in big, you know, big ticket purchases of fancy clubs, uh, football clubs, etc. across the region. So. We have, on one hand, this kind of, some would say, vanity shows, vanity purchases, and some would also say soft power purchases, right? Depending on how you want to look at it, no? Now, even worse, you have a case of Malaysia, 1MDB, whereby it went totally, totally south, guys. No? Na yung sovereign wealth fund ay naging isang fund na naggamit for Kinurakot, in short, ng big time. Super big time na kinurakot. We're talking about billions of dollars, right? Tuloy nakulong yung kanilang prime minister na paalis sa power, yung omnu na 60 years in power almost straight. Ito yung 1MDB scandal. Now, if, if you want a good book, a good analysis of what happened there, I suggest read this fantastic investigative journalist book. One of the best books of 2019-2020. Itong billion dollar. Well, super crazy because... Itong 1MDB scandal na yan, it got actually, uh, biglang may, ano yun eh, na-connect pa siya dun sa Wolf of Wall Street, which is also about financial scandal. Because yung funding pala dun sa movie ng Wolf of Wall Street, partly na-attach yan dito sa corruption scandal na nangyari sa 1MDB. Like, super crazy. Super crazy nangyari sa Malaysia. Sobrang crazy. Created political crisis, almost regime change. If you look at, if you analyze the impact of 2018 elections in Malaysia, uh, so much so that over time, it, you know, over the next couple of years, it paved the way not only for Najib Razak, the foreign prime minister, to go to jail, but also for uh, perennial opposition leader and reformist Anwar Ibrahim to finally become the prime minister of Malaysia. So that's how big the impact of this corruption scandal uh, was. No, So, pagdating sa Pilipinas, ang tanong is, first of all, is this something that bagay sa atin, considering na hindi naman ganong kalaki yung... I mean, we have, in fairness naman, decent foreign exchange reserves. no. But we are an uh, import-oriented rather than export-oriented economy. 
So, do we have how much surplus fund we have? That's one question. As in, bagay ba sa atin yan? Or baka pinipilit lang natin yan, di ba? Para lang makibagay dun sa may ibang bansa. Or some would say, baka ano na lang yan? Performative lang yan. Dahil may mga inflation, may mga ganun-ganun. Ano lang yan? Pang-distract lang yan. Sinasabi ng iba. Parang pa-social-social fund. Yung iba na naman, sinasabi nila, eto na naman, may confidential fund. Now, may, may maharlika fund. Ano ito mga fund-fund na yan? Kamustang transparency niyan? How do we make sure na WMDV doesn't happen? So, Joey Salceda, Representative Salceda, has come out again supporting the government. Of course, alam naman si Joey Salceda. His prediction will always come right. Sabi na tatapos si, si Sara Duterte, Ford President. Ano nangyari? Sabi niya yung pesos maging 65, 68 potentially. Ano nangyari? Anyway, uh, I don't know. I'm just saying, interesting that no less than presidential sister is saying baka hindi tama na magkaroon, magkaroon tayo ng sovereign fund kasi kung bagay beto to us at all as I said in theory it makes some sense but the devil is in the details uh, and you know considering the Philippines ang laki ng problema natin sa transparency accountability is this the way forward no yun ang isang tanong the other question that, that has been also raised is yung contributions diba? so for instance GSIS will be contributing what 125 billion pesos so more than oh, you know, 2 billion dollars no more than 2 billion dollars ang contribution e ang sinasabi ng iba dyan, and i really suggest follow folks like this these are these are economists i respect you know, these are banker academic economist people yung mga yan ang dapat follow niya mga, they know what they're talking about diba? uh, so for instance on twitter i really suggest follow for economic issues see si, Si Enrico Villanueva, no, he's a banker. You know, he has a, he has a lot of experience in finance sector. Uh, very respectful guy. We had some exchanges and all. Very nice guy. Very respectful guy. Uh, I had the pleasure of having some exchanges with him. Hopefully, one day we can have him uh, interview him, get more more of his point of views. Uh, he has had some very interesting insights. Some point is, etong sovereign wealth fund banyan baka naman mag-jeopardize yan yung mga financial institutions ng government natin at yung GSIS at SSS uh, meron ba silang surplus funds? Hindi ba kailangan yan for their own kind of actuarial liabilities, etc.? Uh, should yung Land Bank of the Philippines Development Bank of the Philippines dapat ba ma-reduce nila yung development commitments nila para lang accommodate itong sovereign wealth funds? So he's raising many important points which, uh, which interestingly, Ami Marcos is also raising similar points, no? Uh, in terms of saan tayo, tayo mag-uugot ng funds for itong sovereign wealth fund na yan, no? And then, of course, the biggest issue, transparency. How do you make sure na hindi mangyaring 1MDB? No? So, the, so the devil is in details. There's a lot that's happening there. So I'll keep it there, mga kameta. Thank you very much. So in a way, na, inulit lang natin yung, ano natin, <laughs> yung meta natin kagabi. Nakakapagod yung ulitin mo na naman. I hope this one walang, uh, walang... <laughs> Wala nang issue dito, di ba? I really hope walang issue dito. Ayan. Wait lang ha. Nagbabardagulan tayo. Hindi naman. Nag-joke lang kasi makaibigan ko. Let me thanks. Let me give my, my appreciation dun sa mga na comments and suggestion dito super thank you so much maraming salamat as always again super supportive na naman yung mga iba dyan. si ma'am Jocelyn Lumberio si Mitch thank you very much for for your support kay Chas Sibal kay Maria Esmeralda Gasatia yan 
Thank you very much, Annabel Gamoras. Thank you also for, for joining us. Kay Noy Mitablad, as always. Ayan. Yung iba naman, maraming mga comments. Ano ba to? Slash fun ba to? Confidential fun ba to? Bakit mahilig sa fun? Fun, fun, fun. Super fun. It's more fun in the Philippines. Ay, meron na akong... Meron na naman ako eh. <laughs> Ay, meron na akong naisip, di ba? Yung it's more fun in the Philippines. It's more fun in the Philippines. Daming funds. Ha! <laughs> eh, naman ako eh. Hindi ko kala... Bigla na lang naiisip ko yung mga ganun eh. It's more fun in the Philippines. Ayan. Confidential, Maharlika. Ayan na naman tayo. Kailangan natin magana dito mga kameta. Ay nako. Ang social social natin. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> okay, mga meta, maraming salamat dun sa mga comment and suggestions. I look forward to your to your uh, to more discussions on this. It's more fun in the Philippines, all right? It's more fun in the. <laughs> I know. Okay, mga meta, ituloy natin mga meta. Maraming salamat mga kameta. Nagana ako dito eh. Hindi ko talaga makontrol sa arili ko minsan eh. Kailangan ko talaga sabihin eh. Diba? Sa dami natin problema. Inflation, rice, yung cost, ganyan. Tapos, eto pa. Haya, hay. Haya, hay. Haya, hay. Mga kameta. Mga kameta. Mga kameta. Mga kameta. It's more funds. It's more funds in the Philippines. Talagang. Talagang. Wala talaga eh. <laughs> yung ibang comments, ayoko nang basahin eh. Parang medyo talagang baka maano tayo dyan. Tilix tayo dyan. <laughs> Ayan na. Ayan na naman tayo. Sige na nga. <laughs> Palitan na natin yung moto natin sa turismo. It's more fun in the Philippines. <laughs> okay na, okay na. Kung magpagpakabait na ako, ha? baka may matutrol na naman tayo. Okay. Have a good day, guys. Thank you. Nakikita niyo mukha ko habang nag-quit. Ayan na naman tayo. Live tayo. Live na medyo balahura na konti. Alright. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you very much. God bless you and have a lovely weekend. Oh, by the way, mamayang gabi, God willing, magkaroon kami ng discussion ulit. Nexus, episode 4, kami ni Dr. Lisandro Claudio joining us from University of California, Berkeley, San Francisco. Sorry, yung time difference kasi. So, mamayang gabi, ha? Don't forget us. Magkakaroon kami ng discussion ni Leloy. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot to discuss. Uh, hindi siya masyadong fan ng World Cup, but I'm sure fan siya ni fans. <laughs> Pag-usapan natin mga sovereign wealth funds 
inflation na naman, yung mga ba- nagbabalahura sa atin na ano, yung mga dilawan na trolls namin, sige. Go lang. Go lang. And uh, also World Cup. Ay, nee, wala. Walang World Cup. Eh. Basta mga kameta ha, mamayang gabi. God willing. Episode 4 na. Next week kami ni Leloy. Claudio joining us from San Francisco. Berkeley, Berkeley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, bye-bye. Ingat. Oy, may World Cup pa. After that, magmanatay ng World Cup. Okay, let's go. Bye-bye. Ingat.